It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, unsealed overnight. President Trump reacts to his arrest and arraignment as new details emerge in the criminal case against him. His attorney speaking out this morning here on Today. I don't think we're getting close to a jury. I think this case is going to fall on its merits um, on legal challenges well before we get to a jury. We're live at the latest. Then, in their own words, for the first time, we're hearing from the police officers who jumped into action during that school shooting in Nashville. Not knowing what I was walking into, I went through that door with purpose. Their story straight ahead. Plus, celebrating today. We're taking a look back at some of our iconic moments from the last 70 years. Good morning to you. The very first good morning of what I hope and suspect will be a great many good mornings between you and I. And we have a big announcement to share you will not want to miss today, Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. Visiting from Columbia, South Carolina. Petersburg, Virginia. Euclid, Verena, North Carolina. And Crofton, Maryland. It's Amelia Sweet 16 from New Haven, Kentucky. Hi, Anna Papa. Let the snow behind. Elko, Nevada. To come to New York City. Now from Montgomery, Alabama. From Macomb, Michigan. Celebrating Jim's 40th. From Washington, D.C. Hi, guys. On our bucket list retirement trip from State College, Pennsylvania. To the Today Show. They come to our plaza, and we're so glad they do. Good morning. It's Wednesday. Craig's on assignment. Nice to have you along with us. Yeah, it's going to be a good day today. Let's get to your mm-hmm. news. 8 o'clock, just hours after pleading not guilty to 34 felony counts in New York. Former President Donald Trump was back in Florida last night going after the judge and the district attorney who pursued the case. NBC's Garrett Haig is outside the DA's office in Lower Manhattan with the very latest on all. Garrett, good morning. Savannah, Mr. Trump himself called the day surreal, a former commander-in-chief becoming a criminal defendant, then heading back to Florida where he lashed out at the DA and the judge overseeing this case. Now a criminal defendant, former President Donald Trump rallying supporters at his Mar-a-Lago estate overnight, lashing out at both the district attorney. The criminal is the district attorney. And the judge presiding over the case. I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family. Those comments just hours after Judge Juan Mershon requested for both sides to, quote, refrain from making comments or engaging in conduct that has the potential to incite violence, create civil unrest, or jeopardize the safety or well-being of any individuals. After he was processed Tuesday, including fingerprinting, a stone-faced Mr. Trump entered the courtroom. Prosecutors say Mr. Trump's actions were part of an unlawful plan to identify and suppress negative information that could have undermined his 2016 campaign. These are felony crimes in New York State, no matter who you are. The DA's case centers around the accounting of hush money payments that Trump fixer turned critic Michael Cohen says he made to Stormy Daniels in 2016 on behalf of Mr. Trump to conceal an extramarital encounter, which the former president denies. Earlier this morning, one of Mr. Trump's lawyers, Joe Takapina, downplayed the case to Savannah. After seeing that indictment and knowing what the law is regarding federal election uh, campaigns, um, I don't think we're getting close to a jury. Trump ally House Speaker Kevin McCarthy casting the charges as purely political. You know, it's really sad when you have different forms of justice. 
Some vocal critics of Mr. Trump also questioning the case against him. Senator Mitt Romney, who voted twice to convict Mr. Trump in impeachment trials and called him unfit for office, saying the Manhattan DA stretched to reach felony criminal charges in order to fit a political agenda. The next hearing in this case is tentatively scheduled for early December. Judge Mershon making clear that despite the security and logistical challenges involved, he expects Mr. Trump to be there. Savannah. All right, Garrett, thank you very much. Another closely watched story in politics this morning, Wisconsin's high stakes Supreme Court race. Overnight, a Democratic back judge won that election, ensuring liberals will take over the majority control of the court for the first time in 15 years. Judge Janet Protasiewicz defeating former Justice Dan Kelly, who had support from the state's leading anti-abortion groups. This all comes uh, with the fate of the state's abortion ban now on the line. For the first time since that deadly school shooting in Nashville last week, we're hearing from some of the police officers who entered the school and took down that suspect. Investigators are also revealing more about what was uncovered in the shooter's home. NBC's Kathy Park joins us now from Nashville. Hey, Kathy, good morning. Hoda, good morning to you. Authorities now say that the 28-year-old suspect acted alone and had planned last week's attack for months. And while we still wait on a motive, for the first time, we're hearing from those responding officers who entered the building, putting their own lives on the line to save others. These heroic Nashville police officers jumping into action, racing toward the sound of gunfire last week as the Covenant School came under attack. Now, for the first time, we're hearing in their own words how they stopped the active shooter. Notice that all the glass to that door had been shot out, saw shell casings on the ground, uh, so I immediately made entry. Detective Michael Colazzo was among the first to rush in, along with Officer Rex Engelbert and Sergeant Jeff Mathis. The officers crediting a staff member for giving them a key to get in the school quickly. I need three. Let's go. Not knowing what I was walking into, I went through that door with purpose. Within minutes, they cleared each classroom until their training was put to the ultimate test. Once we started hearing the first shots, that's when everything kind of kicked into overdrive for us. Police say the 28-year-old suspect fired 152 rounds, killing six people, including three children. Those victims now honored at a growing memorial outside the school. One of Tennessee's deadliest school shootings, marked by horror. So you don't understand, I'm so scared. My children are in the building, ma'am. And courage. Right, right, right. Totally proud of our men for what they did. And it's not just the officers being recognized for their quick response, but the teachers who recently had active shooter training, they were able to pull kids out of hallways, away from windows. And if they didn't do what they did, the situation could have been a whole lot worse. Hoda? All right, totally heroic uh, officers there. Kathy Park, thank you so much. The White House is stepping up efforts to win the release of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich, who was detained in Russia a week ago, accused by Russia of being a spy. The White House says his release is a top priority for President Biden, and the State Department is preparing to designate him as wrongfully detained. Gershkovich's lawyers were able to visit him in prison for the first time yesterday. They report that he is healthy and grateful for the support he's been receiving from around 
around the world. The journal denies the espionage charge against him and are turning the pressure up to bring him home. In a statement, editor-in-chief Emma Tucker said, quote, we continue to work with the White House, State Department, and relevant U.S. government officials to secure Evans' release. His colleagues are also spearheading a campaign ahead of Passover that's gaining some traction on social media, encouraging all who celebrate to save a place at their cedar table in support of Evan. The UConn uh, men's basketball team brought their championship trophy back home to Connecticut yesterday, one day after winning their fifth national title. The Huskies arriving in a plane they borrowed from the New England Patriots. Then they jumped on a bus. They headed to their campus where they were greeted uh, home by thousands of fans. They held a welcome home rally at Gamble Pavilion. The Huskies will be honored with the parade and another rally this Saturday in Hartford. The per, the, I have a feeling the parties are going to go on for a yeah, long gonna, time. They're going to keep rolling out yep. there. Coming up, new music from Kelly Clarkson, which she just revealed about when we can expect her next single. But first, oh, we're taking a moment to celebrate today. 71 years of covering stories, big and small, that have changed the world. And now we have something new to celebrate this morning, a special honor for our family, and we're excited to share it with you. Coming up right after this. Jen is here, Chanel's here because we need everybody here because we're celebrating something very special. Yes, yeah, so it's about this show. Mm -hmm. We're all honored to be momentary caretakers of this wonderful place. Mm -hmm. And there's an important milestone we marked last year, today's 70th anniversary. Remember this? Very first, good morning. Good morning, top news. First, here's the news. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to today. Welcome to today. In your neck of the woods. Happy birthday. In the history books, it's hard to... Good morning to you. The very first good morning of what I hope and suspect will be a great many good mornings between you and I. The Today Show is a national treasure. It started in 1952 and was really groundbreaking in its time. This special event program geared to keep the people in touch with the world. Barbara Walters here this morning. Then someone named Barbara Walters came along. Get your own cup of coffee. Good morning, Mr. Well, President. Well, good morning, Barbara. Barbara Walters, the Jane Paulies, the Katies, the Merediths, they blew the doors open. Kelly, I know what one candidate said about you. Blame it on Katie Couric. And then me and Savannah just strolled through. We're like, hey, thanks. Willard was my inspiration. I've been kissed for the best. All right! When I was growing up, there were not a lot of people that looked like me on network television. And then there was Bryant Gumbel. Barriers are down in East Germany this morning. Maybe I could do that. The Today Show was always on in the Daily Household when I was a kid. This morning's top news. These are really important moments in our history. And people remember who shared that news with them. The President of the United States is dead. These are the honor guards guarding the casket. Dr. Martin Luther King died violently last night in Memphis, Tennessee. How long is it going to take to rebuild Notre Dame? We pride ourselves on the ability to turn on a dime. Today's show for 70 years has been right there at the epicenter of pop culture. <laughs> when are you getting married? Well, the name of the movie is Star Wars. Aww. Beyonce. 
I think Dave Garraway and everyone that started this little project in black and white would be astonished and amazed, and I hope they'd be proud. Thank you. Goodbye until tomorrow morning. Peace. Well, we are all so proud to be here and continue this beautiful tradition every day. And joining us now is Jeffrey Jones, a professor of media studies at the University of Georgia. And importantly for this conversation, the executive director of the Peabody Awards. No, we don't just sit around and pat ourselves on the back all day. But Mr. Jones, you have a really exciting announcement. We'll let you take it away. Indeed. Good morning. It's great to be here. Uh, I am happy to announce that uh, the Today Show, in celebration of your 70 years on the air, has won a Peabody award first morning show to have won a peabody award and uh for you guys it's an institutional award meaning we uh, like to recognize the lasting impact that your programming has had uh and uh and its effect on the popular imagination (laughs) well i feel like um this show's in such good company because the people who have won peabody's before range from everything from 60 minutes what other groups have won yeah well we we give uh, 30 awards a year to programming but often uh, uh, institutions. So uh, uh, the 60 Minutes, mm-hmm. Sesame Street, mm-hmm. The Daily Show. Last year was uh, Fresh Air with Terry Gross. Mm-hmm. So again, mm-hmm. programs that have really made an impact on American culture. And for 70 years, this mm-hmm. show has been on the air. And as the clip showed, uh, interviews with uh, presidents and mm-hmm. uh, uh, been uh, narrators for the American public in the morning of major events in U.S. history, from the assassination of JFK to 9-11, mm-hmm. et cetera. You know, you get an Emmy, but you, you treasure a Peabody. What mm-hmm. is it about mm-hmm. the Peabody Award that, mm-hmm. that makes it so special? Well, we were formed in 1940 at the University of Georgia before uh, television even existed. <laughs> it was radio broadcasting at the time, and it was for excellence in broadcasting. And, and the award really is for stories that matter. And in particular, uh, you know, how do stories shape uh, society uh, and and how how um, is it important for us as citizens, mm-hmm. not just consumers and entertainers? Other awards in media are often about uh, the Craft Award, Best Director, mm-hmm. Best Writer. Mm-hmm. In this instance, does the story help us as citizens make sense of our world? Well, I feel like we're sitting here and we're getting a lot of the glory. And as Savannah said, this institution's been here for 70 years. There are also a bunch of people who work tirelessly mm-hmm. with us. Yeah. They are outside on our plaza. They're the hardworking producers. Yes. Yes. We got people in our control room who, are, who have yes. been yes. for many years. Many for 20, 30 years have been working on this on this uh, show. So. Well, it's true. It's like, When you say it is an institution, it is in every sense. It takes hundreds of yeah. people yep. to get this show on the air for four hours. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that... Including our bureaus and yes. our yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. all over. The thing that I think we all take pride in to receive such an amazing honor is that we all care so much about the institution mm-hmm. and know we just get to have a little mm-hmm. piece of it. Like mm-hmm. you said, we're caretakers. Just a little yeah. while. Yeah. 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 Caretakers yeah. for a moment. Well, many amazing journalists have come through here. Katie Couric, Tom Brokaw, John Chancellor, and others. Yeah. Uh, not to not to forget Jane Pauley, Barbara mm-hmm. Walters. Yeah. Right. Yes. So you you are in a long line <laughs> of Meredith amazing yes. Yes. We can't yeah. forget our Meredith. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Common yeah. with the Simpsons now, finally. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Simpsons Peabody won this award. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank, thank you so much. We really thank appreciate it. Congratulations. Look thank forward you. to celebrating with Can you. Can we hold thank it? You, yeah, we got a little Ooh. skip in our step today, don't we? Look at that. Look at that. We all keep it for a month at a time. 
rotate. Can you drink beer out of it? Yeah, exactly. It's like the Stanley Cup. No, we need a big, tiny, tiny, tiny. Mr. Roper. Going to be hard to beat that. Come on. Best time of the morning. Now it's time for your Peabody winning award segment. Pop stars. Yes. We won the Peabody Award. It's a different award. Exactly. We're going to get to Barbie first up today. For So grab your tiny plastic heels, everybody. Barbie Land is here in the latest trailer for Greta Gerwig's star-studded extravaganza. The new video revealing a first look at the many Barbies and Kens about to hit the big screen. I'm so dying to see where this goes. I like, know. Wow. Like, the visuals are there. Yeah. Like, yeah. What happens for yeah. two hours? Oh. That's going to be great. New addition to the uh, trailer there. Barbie dropped a slew of fun posters. These will break down the A-list cast oh, wow. and characters. And if you are in the market, wow. who's not? Barbie hits movie theaters in July. Next up, Kelly Clarkson. Yesterday, the voice coach dropped a quick teaser, very quick, for her upcoming single called Mine. The song comes from Kelly's upcoming album, Chemistry, which she recently described as the arc of an entire relationship. You can stream that new song, Mine. You'll get that on Friday, April 14th. Next up, Carol Burnett, the oh. legendary actress and comedian celebrating her 90th birthday on the latest wow. cover of People magazine. Inside the issue, Burnett takes a look back at her iconic career, breaking down some of her biggest moments on screen, like that famous Gone with the Wind sketch. Oh. Plus, Carol opened up about what she hopes her legacy will be <laughs> telling People magazine, quote, just like I made just that I made people laugh, made them feel good when they might have been down. In my fan mail, many say it was the only time the family would get together to watch and laugh and that sometimes they were lonesome and were cheered up by our show. That's a good feeling. We're going to try and keep the party going here at NBC as you can watch the big birthday special. Carol Burnett, 90 years of laughter and love. That airs here on April 26th. Looking forward to that. Big part of our Peabody Award right there. Yes. Carol Burnett was in our oh, yeah. 70 years. Yes, she, yes, was. she was. Consistently through mm-hmm. there. Next up, Shrek. We have, uh, have you missed this dynamic duo, Uncle Al? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. this is going to be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Well, those best buddies just might reunite sometime soon. Shrek 5 is in the works in an interview with Variety. Illumination's founder and CEO revealed he's eager to see the return of the franchise's original cast, which, of course, includes Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, and Eddie Murphy. Shrek's latest spinoff, Puss in Boots 2, ranked, did quite well. 480 million bucks at the box office. Can't wait to see more of that. We'll keep you posted. And finally, Jonas Brothers start spreading the news. They love New York. Yesterday, the brothers announcing their schedule to play an epic concert at Yankee Stadium in August. Plus, they revealed plans to play the hits from all five of their chart-topping albums. You might recall just last month, the Jonas Brothers sold out a week of concerts here on Broadway, where each night they focused on one album at a time. And over on social media, the band said they've been dreaming about this concert for a long time, but maybe not as long as we've been dreaming about their return to the plaza. Yes! Live here. Uh, on today, you can watch Friday, May 12th to kick off our summer concert series, Jonas Brothers. Head to today.com slash concerts for more information on that. And that's your pop star. Our Peabody Award winning. Great job. Oh, 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 way to go. Thank you. Yes. We'll be right back after this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is 830. It is a Wednesday morning here on the Plaza. It's the fifth day of April. So glad that you are here. Look at all of our lovely friends on the plaza. Oh, it's so good. Come on over, SG. Look, look, look. She says here it took her 10 years 
to get here. But you, and you made it. All From right. Montgomery, Alabama. Well, you should have driven instead of walked. It would have been a lot less time. All right, we got a lot of friends outside. And we love getting book recommendations. Who better to give them than best-selling authors? These two have the new novels, nonfiction, and more you will want to add to your shelves. Uh And then ahead on the third hour, we want to get you ready for the busy spring real estate season. Simple fixes we can make now if we're looking to sell. And for all the buyers out there, the expert to bring with you on those tours to help you save. But before all that, we got some exciting news to get you ready for the Paris Games in 2024, the Olympics. That is right. The U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee is unveiling Team USA House. And oh. for the first time ever, it will be open to fans. It'll be located in a store. That's the house. It's the perfect wow. home base. It's a little fixer up. Cheer on the U.S. athletes. You can check out wow. these killers. Oh my gosh. How about that little crib? Do your cribs episode in that. <laughs> wow. Holy moly. It's like Versailles. That's guys. USA House. We'll get the link amazing. on our website. Go to today.com for more on that. A reminder, you can catch the Paris Olympics coming to NBC and Peacock next summer, Uncle Al. Right. We should do our show from there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We we. All right. Let's show you what we got is going, going on out there as far as your weather is concerned. Look ahead and we'll show you. We've got, unfortunately, the risk of severe weather. Tornado watches just east of Dallas, all the way on up into southern Illinois. Uh, severe thunderstorm watches up into Chicago. We may see those tornado watches extended to the north. We have a risk of severe weather. 62 million people. Strong tornadoes possible. Damaging winds and hail as well. And that area, that hatched area from Champaign to Indianapolis, Sandusky, Detroit. We're looking for the risk of EF2 tornadoes. Record highs through the southeast, winter chill through the plains, sunshine through the southwest, and those severe storms in the Mississippi and Ohio River Valleys. Hey, don't forget, you can stream all four hours of today and your local NBC station live on Peacock. It is all part of Peacock's... Oh, I didn't see... We didn't, these folks haven't oh, seen they it. haven't been on yet? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's all part of Peacock's Morning News Live collection. For more details, head to peacocktv.com slash morning news. Oh, morning news. Ooh. Al, Ooh. you are kooky. All right. That's our Al. Oh, coming up next, guys, a special trip to Jerusalem for a rare Holy Week Easter celebrating Easter and Passover and Ramadan all at the same time. Richard Engel is here to share his remarkable journey. But first, this is today on NBC. Welcome back. This is Holy Week, of course, and something pretty unusual is mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, this year is one of only three times in a century when Easter falls at the same time as Passover and Ramadan. Yeah, NBC's chief uh, foreign correspondent Richard Engel is just back from a recent trip to Jerusalem. Wow, this does not happen every day. It, it does not. And so I was over in the Middle East covering the news, and then there was a, a bit of a lull. And I thought, well, this is an unusual occurrence. We have <laughs> these three faiths all coming together because of an overlap in the calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ramadan, the Muslim holy month, moves back uh, every year. So it is a rotating schedule. But this year we have a religious convergence Mm -hmm. and nowhere is that more on display than in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a city of faith, especially now. A convergence of Eastern and Western calendars that only happens three times a century has caused the holy days of the three great faiths in the city to overlap. Hundreds of thousands of Muslims throng to the old city. 
eager to reach the Al-Aqsa Mosque during Ramadan. Nearby, Jews renew their connection to the Promised Land as Passover begins this week. Steps away is the Christian Quarter, where Holy Week is in full swing. It's Easter season now, so Christian pilgrims are coming from every nation to visit one church, this church, the holiest church in the entire world. Let's go inside. The Church of the Holy Sepulchre embodies Easter like nowhere else, built around the very places where Christians believe Jesus was crucified, buried, and rose again. Archbishop Isidoros has served here since 1991. Where are we going first? We're going up to Golgotha, the crucifixion, where Jesus Christ crucified. The crucifixion site. Under the holy altar, exactly where the icon, there is a hole towards the cross of Jesus Christ stood. This hole, can we, can we touch you, it? You can go inside, you can put your hand inside. That's a, a great privilege. This is the place, the anointment stone. After the crucifixion, they put the body of Christ in this stone to wash, to pre prepare before to bury him. So people still now are rubbing their rosaries or, or just their hands on the stone where Jesus' body was washed in order to receive a blessing from it. The last stop on our tour was Jesus' tomb. This is perhaps the most special place in Jerusalem, certainly for the Christian community. This is, this is the tomb. Exactly, exactly the place where the Christ buried and resurrected. Do you still have a unique feeling when you come into this place? Of course, this is the central of our religion. Three faiths offering their prayers at the same time in one small city. Wow, that's cool. Mm -hmm. So I'm back, and you saw that stone where Jesus' body was prepared for a burial mm -hmm. and how people were putting their objects. Some people mm -hmm. were putting their own jewelry there, mm -hmm. leaving it on the stone. There's mm -hmm. also oils that they put on it. So I did the same thing for all of you. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, they sell you're these kidding. actual rosaries in the church, and I put them on. And even if you're not a person of faith, or even if you're not yeah. Christian, oh, yeah. I think objects of real spiritual value yeah. uh, have a universal appeal. How wonderful. And everyone you know, can, can use it. I know you've had serious back problems, and yeah. you yes. your daughter, yeah. and you've had a health scare, and I know you're a person yeah. of faith. So I brought one for each wow. of you. Wow. So photograph, and a photograph of the rosary on the stone. Oh, my gosh. kidding. Oh, you're proof. Richard, yes. that's so thoughtful. Especially at this time of the year. Thank, Thank you. you. That wow. was beautiful. That was incredible. Thank, Thank you so much. Wow. Well, coming up next, we're going to help you read more this spring with the latest picture from the New York Times best-selling authors who are with us this morning. But first, this is today on NBC. You can smell the oil that came from the stone. All right, we're back, 842, read more today. Spring has sprung, and with it, a whole new crop of great books. And here with their top picks for the season, a pair of New York Times best-selling authors, Chen Julie Wang and our buddy Isaac Fitzgerald. 
Chenjali, you're our buddy, too. <laughs> Both of our buddies are reading buddies. Let's start with fiction. Okay, Chenjali, you have a great find. This is an, an octopus story. Yes. Tell me about it. It is called Sea Change by Gina Chung. It is a debut. It's for anyone who's felt a little bit lost or stuck in life. Ro is estranged from her mother. She's just going through a breakup. Her dad went missing when she was a teen. The only thing that's keeping her afloat is her friendship with a giant Pacific octopus. <laughs> when that octopus is sold to the highest bidder, Ro must start to look at her past and her trauma and find her way to healing. Mm. Wow. What about you, Isaac? All right. I've got House of Cotton by Monica Brashears. This is an incredible surrealist. Like, it takes Southern Gothic, but it twisted. It's so literary. It is also a debut. It's fantastic. It tells the story of Magnolia, and she's taking a very eerie, creepy job as a model at a funeral parlor oh. on a plantation. There's a lot of grief in this book and different ways that we deal with it, but what I love about it is the writing. The writing is sharp, sharp, sharp. This is an incredible debut, a masterpiece. House of Cotton, you don't want to miss it. Okay, I'm sold. All right, Isaac, how about your nonfiction? I got nonfiction for you, Life on Delay okay. by John Hendrickson. He wrote this incredible uh, profile of Joe Biden in 2020. It went viral. It was about Joe Biden's stutter. Uh, John uses that as a leaping off point to study his own stutter and the way that it affected his life. Mm. It gets into schoolyard bullying, sometimes at-home bullying, but he also gets into unexpected friendships. He literally goes back into his past and interviews people to figure out what really happened and how it led him to this life of not just written word, but he does public speaking. He's an incredible storyteller. You're going to root for John wow. every page. I love it. Sounds super inspiring. What was your choice, Chenjoli? Discalcula by Kamong Felix. Uh, this is a memoir written by an acclaimed poet, and you can tell it's beautiful written, you want to read and reread the sentences. Uh, it starts with a heart-wrenching breakup, and through her childhood dyscalculia, which is a math disability, mm. Felix looks at her relationships, her trauma, and her path to redemption. Okay. It's really powerful. Oh, wow. We always do an author's pick. This is the bonus. What did you choose? This is the bonus. Monica Heisey's really good, actually. This is for you if you are looking to laugh out loud. Every single line is laugh out loud funny. We're following uh, a, a protagonist who's basically just gotten through a divorce, and she just continues to make a parade of messy, messy mistakes. Now, Monica <laughs> Heisey was a writer for Shit's Creek, so you know you're going to get the funny, but this is what I'm going to say. We call that S-Creek. No. <laughs> right, right. Just to be clear, that's yes. what I see. Yes. But no, it's uh, it's dirty. It is. It's dirty, but it's funny. It's dirty. It's funny. It's dirty. It's Sounds funny, like a but good it's good. Beach read. It's fantastic. Okay, what about how? What do you? Can you top that one, Chenjuli? Yes, the Great Reclamation by Rachel Hang. It is a sweeping historical fiction. It takes us back in time. The details, you can taste it. You can smell it. Uh, follows Abun, who's born to a fisher's fisherman's village in Singapore in the 20th century, and his neighbor, Siok May, uh, follows their relationship as the village is swept up by World War II and invasion. It's about colonialism coming of age, but at its heart, it is a deep and powerful love story. Okay, I see a couple other, you've got children's Listen, books. A Bed of Stars, Jessica Love, just just let me shout it out. It's a fantastic book about ramblers and, 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 and feeling small in the universe, but then feeling okay about that. Just oh, check it out. That's sweet, and, and real quick. you are here by Ellen O. Oh, it's a, a set of interconnected stories set at an airport. Oh. A TSA incident. Is it a YA up. book? Yes, it's a okay. YA book. Young adult. Yes. For those of us <laughs> literary types. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Thank you to both of you. Our work's cut out for us for this summer reading. If you want more on the books and some bonus picks for kids, go to today.com slash books. Hold up. We'll be right back. But first, this is Today on NBC. 